Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. I am your host, Scott Narver. I'm a podcaster. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a b- avid moviegoer. Uh, what else do I do? I'm, oh, I had this so much better in the failed intro that I did before. When, when, I, when I jumbled everything up, I'm like, no, 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 no. You mixed everything up. You said it wrong. Uh, I'm a video gamer. Huh? That's, that's noteworthy. Uh, yeah, I do all sorts of stuff. Uh, what do I, what I gotta prove myself to you? Yes. Yes, I do. I'm a comedian, an actor, an improviser. I do other things. Yada, yada, yada. Enough about that. Hi. How you doing? You having a good week? I hope you're having a good week. Hope things are going well. Wrestling's crazy right now, huh? I mean, it's insane. If you look at the list of champions that we have going on right now, from, from Backlash to ROH to uh, backlash is not a is not a regular show uh it's it's not a it's not a brand nxt all this stuff it's it's indie riffic right now it is it is totally indie riffic right now and it's and it's a great time it is a it is a fantastic time to be a fan right now there are so many great champions and yes i'll even say this amongst this uh as as an avid Miz hater for many years even the Miz is killing it right now. My God, is he doing really good? <laughs> I, I know you're thinking, like, oh, Scott, again, you had that McDonald's, didn't you? You 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 fucked up your system, and you don't know what you're saying. You're fast food drunk, I'd say. Well, no, you're not entirely wrong. Um, I had Taco Bell this evening, so so it's a little bit better. And I went for a run this week, so. I, you know, out of seven days, I spent one day running uh, for a short amount of time. I didn't run very long. I got very tired when running. Turns out it exudes a lot of energy, energy that I don't have. So I, I got tired and I walked the rest of the way. And the problem is with running, once you run to a certain point and you go, I can't take it anymore, I got to get back. Uh, you're far away from where you want to be, which is home or your bed or a shower or something of that nature. So I wasn't close and I had to, I had to shuffle my, my skinny fat ass back. So it's a start. It's a start. The Taco Bell is a, is a pushback, but Hey, it was, it wasn't McDonald's and it, it felt a little bit better this evening because their chicken looks like chicken. So, but yes, wrestling champions are great. Miz is doing great right now. Ever since the uh, talk and smack thing with Daniel Bryan, where he went off and went crazy uh, that's been, he's been, Miz has been really interesting to watch. I know as I say this, I'm, I hear the words coming out of my mouth. I'm going, what the fuck? Is he paying you? Is the Miz paying me? If the Miz was paying me, first off, I'd tell you, hey, guess what, everybody? I got this sweet gig where Miz is paying me to say nice things about him. So the Miz has a great smile, huh? It's never weird. Never weird. Oh, the man needs a Funko Pop immediately with that smile. No. It's not the case. He's not paying me. None of that's happening. I have always been one to criticize Miz because I think he's capable of more, uh, and he doesn't do it. And now he's doing it. Uh, I'm very, I'm very shocked by it. Kevin Owens, Adam Cole, uh, who else? Bobby Lashley. Even he's good. It's it's a crazy time right now, and I think a lot of the companies, almost all the companies I can think of that I regularly watch have some really great stuff going on. And that's not 
always the case. It seems like it's always ebbing and flowing that somebody's got something really good and somebody doesn't. But um, I'm just thrilled. It's a great time right now for, for wrestling fans, and I hope you're enjoying it. I don't know when it's going to be this good again, except for maybe when guys bleed all the time, which is fun. But now I'm it scares me. So, speaking of bleeding, speaking of guys getting hurt, and speaking of wrestling being great, well, one of my favorites isn't with wrestling anymore, but he put on a hell of a show on Saturday. Man, man, was it crazy. Talking about CM Punk. Did you watch? Did you pay for it and watch? That's what I want to know first off. Did you did you gather together around the old boob tube, throw down some money for the UFC pay-per-view, perhaps on your on your gaming system, or maybe you actually have cable, like one of the well, like a normal person. Uh, I gathered with Steve Sears, good old longtime host of the show, Steve Sears. We were in the studio. We we hooked it up on my iPad, threw it up on a projector, threw it up on the wall. And man, did we feel like throwing up once, once we saw what was happening. We were like two really concerned moms watching CM Punk fight. We were so hyped up throughout all the prelims. We tried to watch as much as we could. Fox Sports stuff. Hmm, I like that coverage, I do. Wink. And uh, then the pay-per-view itself. Anytime they mention Punk, they show him walking down the corridor. They mention his name. You see him on screen, uh, like just even the graphic or something like that. And it's like, fuck yeah, fucking punks in the UFC is going to tear some ass. And uh, it was exhilarating. It was, it was super exciting. And I always find that with, with actual mixed martial arts, actual competition, uh, UFC, MMA, any of that stuff, that I get way, way, way more invested. I think with wrestling I used to as a kid, it's that nerves... It's the, uh, it's the tension of winning and losing really, really meaning something. And that's gone from wrestling. Occasionally I can get sucked into that, but I don't know if I'm just so jaded or I watch too much that that sense isn't there really anymore. Um, the last time I can really, really remember it offhand was uh, TLC3 Smackdown and I think Anaheim, California, which I was live for. Uh, and that was Benoit and Jericho in the in that match amongst the Hardys and a version of the Dudleys. It may not have been the exact Dudleys and maybe Edge and Christian. I can't quite remember. Uh, but I was there for that match live. And I swear to God, I was the one that got the Benoit chant going. going. The, the first ever Benoit chant in the arena. And I was, Benoit was one of my top favorites of all time. Still kind of secretly is. <laughs> Not for his personal life so much. Not for the head trauma that he suffered. But yeah, I he was just... It was it was this it was this guy that encapsulated so much that I just enjoyed about wrestling. And I wanted him to win something big. And I was yelling and crazy and just screaming and, and loving it. And uh, was chanting and cheering and was so emotionally invested. I was, I was losing my mind doesn't happen that much anymore it's so it's so hard to feel that and I can't really pinpoint why but I'd like to hear from you guys if you know why um but it was punk it was it was was Steve and I we didn't look at each other as the fight goes on We're, we're yelling as 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 the the ring the ring dings and then boom taken down right away Mickey Gall takes him down 
hammering away on them, trying to put some missions on them. And uh, I know there was a lot of people that I was dealing with on Twitter that was giving Punk shit uh, and saying, good, I'm fucking glad that he fucking lost. Like, all right, whatever. You fight. You go do that. You go put your fucking dreams on the line and try and hang. That was, to me, to me, it was, it was stunning. It was scary uh, because for two years of training, that's, that's as good as he could do. And to last two minutes and 14 seconds in any fight against a guy who's a pro fighter, who's been paid to actually fight, that's really impressive. And I was really in awe of it that he could hang that long. It could have been eight seconds. It really could have been eight seconds. But I think, to Punk's credit, that's how good he got. That's not saying he's up to par with all mixed martial artists by any stretch of the imagination, no. Had this been an amateur fight with other guys of, of a lower tier, yeah, he probably would have been doing a lot better. Maybe he could have lasted around or something like that or not gotten taken down by somebody, but this was UFC and Mickey Gall had a lot to prove. And uh, yeah, Punk... Punk did the best that he could, and, you know, if that's what it changes to now, hey, he was the best in the world, now he did the best he could. I admire the hell out of that. I'm a guy who's doing my own thing, you know, doing this show, doing any other wrestling punditry with Fox Sports or with AfterBuzz TV, stuff I do with On Your Mark, any of that. Like, that's me trying to do my own thing, get it out there. For those of you who take it in and enjoy it and... and you know, want any more of it, you're the best. You're the absolute best. And for Punk to do that, for Punk to be in a place where he was so great and and just breaking boundaries in the WWE to go, I did that and it sucks here now and I don't like it. So now I'm going to do this other thing. He did it. That's so cool. And Steve and I were, were so happy for him and he gave that awesome speech afterwards and he was all fucked up and the man just can't get any cooler. It feels like Steve and I are just total fanboys over him. But, you know, it was painful to see. If if he won, oh my God, would it have been just the fucking best thing in the world. But he didn't, and, it, and it's okay. Because uh, it's, just, it's just cool nonetheless. And people that, people that were so happy that he lost, it's crazy. They're just still so upset that he left WWE. I can't imagine that in anything else. I can't think of something, uh, like I can't think of Star Wars and think of Harrison Ford as Han Solo and going, oh, fucking you're, you're out now? You left the fucking movies? You're done? You know what? Fuck you. Wait, I hope your next fucking movie goes straight to DVD, bitch. I hope you don't get a fucking Blu-ray or nothing. Fuck you. But people are... People are getting weird about that stuff. Like, people are getting weird about the part-timers. Undertaker gets a pass every single second. There's no, you know, you you asshole, come back for two matches a year. No. Everybody seems to be fine with him coming back for just WrestleMania. But Brock's catching a ton of shit. Cena's starting to get that from amongst the other stuff as well. Um, yeah, part-timers are just are really really getting it but ultimately don't we want everyone to be safe and not go schizo and leave like punk isn't that the best thing if they they leave for a little while and then they come back and do other stuff 
Jericho seems to have nailed the formula, and that's fine. No one gets mad at him. They just perceive that he loses to everybody when he comes back. I don't know. I can't fix nothing. I can just make fun of it and talk about their dicks. That's all I know. That's all I know. So, uh, UFC was great. I was, I was, I was really thrilled to watch it. And I was, you know, I'm just a general UFC fan anyway. Getting to watch Stipe, uh, fight. And that was cool. I liked him. Uh, but that's not all. This week also had some crazy stuff. I got to do a, uh, a fun show this week as well. I got to do an improv show, which, uh, Steve also attended. It was the same night as the UFC show. So that was fun. Uh, it was a wrestling improv show. It's called Del Closed Fist. So if you're in the improv community, you know Del Close is like one of the pioneers of all of uh, improv that you see today. Nerd! Um, and uh, it, it was wrestling themed, so hence the fist part, right? And uh, Lauren Mayhew, who also guest on AfterBuzz TV Smackdown this week, um, a, a very, very uh, well-spoken, funny a uh, charming, attractive lady who was a former ring announcer for the WWE, uh, for ECW, the relaunch of that. She was there and she uh, told stories and, you know, did both shows and was a lot of fun and she was very nice. She gave me a hug. I got two hugs from her, you guys. Woo! So she's great and um, it was fun getting to do uh, wrestling stuff. Oh, and uh, and uh, uh, I was going to call him by his Twitter name. Hot Young Briley was there, you guys. Old Hot Young Briley. Ryan Nemeth, uh, brother of, uh, what's, I don't know Dolph Ziggler's real name, something Nemeth. I, you know, the real names, I don't care. If you talk to them by the, if you refer to them as their real name, I, I don't think they like that. So I just stick with character names. So brother of Dolph Ziggler, Ryan Nemeth did the show as well. And it was fun. It was a good time I had to just hang out and do some comedy and, uh, uh, <laughs> It was, it was, I don't know. It was weird. Whenever, whenever I do wrestling comedy on stage, <laughs> it's very different from the safety of a podcast and theater of the mind. Let's just put it that way. If you catch my drift, gigantic wink to you. But uh, that is not the most exciting thing that happened this week. Not by any stretch of the imagination. As I sit here wearing a Senior Benjamin t-shirt. Oh, ho, 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 ho. holy fuck. Delete or decay. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 how can one convey how happy they are? You can't see my face. You can't, you can hear tone. Maybe you can hear my just teeth just widening and glistening. When I, when I see Broken Matt Hardy, it is, I think it's like how other people see Ric Flair, maybe, or uh, just a, a legendary person when they just smile, they just beam. It, it's just that connection now. Now, if Matt Hardy got rid of the, the white streak in his hair, and, you know, dressed back normally, like he was just wearing a t-shirt and jeans or something, it might go away. I really might, it might be that effect where I go, oh, oh, he's just Matt Hardy again now. All right, well, okay. But it's not, and when I see Broken Matt, I am grinning from ear to ear, and if you've seen him, they're big. You know that. 
So, Broken Matt Hardy, all of this story, all of this stuff that's happened, they, they raised the stakes, everything got bigger, and I dare say better. I love the final deletion. I love it so much. And uh, it's never gonna, I'm never not going to love it. But this was different. Uh, Delete or Decay, which Impact Wrestling did this last week on the show. So it was Brother Nero, Broken Matt Hardy, Rebby Sky, uh, Senior Benjamin, Maxwell, all fighting against Decay, who are coming to steal Maxwell from the Hardy compound. And Senior Benjamin was preparing the graves for Decay with his delete shovel. Oh my god, I, it's, it's so hard to describe such weird shit. You can, to a degree, you can describe wrestling of like, yeah, two guys get into a ring and they fight and there's a referee and this and that. And you, you sort of know the standard thing what it is. If you haven't been watching Impact Wrestling at all and haven't watched any of this Hardy stuff, you have to see it. It's so bizarre. There's, It's not like anything else. Lucha Underground, people say, maybe some Undertaker vignettes have kind of mirrored this in a way, but man... If you want to say it's a it's a cover track, they they take it to their own lengths and make it their own. So I, I say it's unlike anything else. So the Hardys, in preparation for this gigantic battle, they also train with animals and deal with animals that Matt Hardy says the spirits of great people are in. So there's a giraffe with George Washington inside of him and... Uh, my favorite was Smokin' Joe Frazier, the kangaroo. You can't, you, I, is it drugs? Is it, is it drugs? This is what I used to ask Steve Sears from time to time. When he would just say these crazy movies and things that would just pop up in his head of the things he'd think about, I'd say like, man, is there just a certain combination of drugs one can take? Is that what happened to you? Like, are you just born with that? What is it? Is it the sauces that you put in your food? What, what causes all this? Swig of ice water for the working man. Um, I don't know. I, I can't do it. I have, I've been told I have a random mind, but nothing like that. Nothing as abstract as what these guys have. Billy Corgan came at the right time because if it was just the Dixie regime, she just might have said like, I don't get it. No. And we never would have seen it. But that is not the case. We are seeing every scrap of it. So they do all that. They, 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 they. It's just crazy shit. It's crazy. I mean, I, I hope you've seen it. I don't really need to recap it for you. This isn't a Get Jerked episode. I loved it. I, I loved it. I was so excited for it, and my expectations were met and surpassed. It's it's no secret. I'm, I'm loving Impact Wrestling, and I am always telling people, give it another shot. If you watched it years ago and something pissed you off or you don't like it or you say, Oh, it looks like it's a crappier version of wrestling. Yeah, well, they don't have multi-millions of dollars, but they're doing different stuff, and it's worth giving it a shot. And if it's even just starting out watching some The Leader Decay or Final Deletion or Eli Drake or Rockstar Spud, there are performers there that are doing exceptional things, and it is well worth checking out. And they're fucking fighting a kangaroo! They're fighting kangaroos! Who's doing that? No one's doing that. It's not a thing. I can't, can't even tell you how crazy that is. I mean, think of all the old stories in WCW when guys would complain like the next crop of guys 
when Bill Watts was running it. And it's like, oh my God, this fucking old fart had this rule. If we're thrown over the top rope, it's a disqualification and the match is over. Well, in that era of wrestling, what? We're talking, I'm trying to remember Bill Watts. It's like, it's 90s. I know that. It's 90s. Uh, where guys are just throwing each other over the top rope to catch a breather, to do a transitional thing, or to do some outside planches or something. And the ref would be like, well, you threw him over the top rope. That's the end of the match. And guys would go like, wait, what? Oh, come on. Fucking really? That stupid rule? And Bill Watts was old school. It's like, hey, that's the rule, man. That's, that's the way we do these matches. And guys are like, that shit's old. Come on. Hardys are clearly thinking above and beyond what they used to do. And they've done so much innovation with all the high-flying and crazy shit. Now they're fucking fighting kangaroos and, and having drones and having this the lake. Holy shit, the lake. The lake somehow at the Hardy compound holds the power of alternate egos. I don't know how to explain it. I think I said this before with The Undertaker. Things like this with The Undertaker back in the days of WWE. When he do shit like, I'm going to take your soul. I'm building a coffin. I hated it. I didn't like it. I'm like, this is dumb. How's The Undertaker going to take people's soul? You can't be a full-time working Undertaker and then go and wrestle. I, you know, my young brain... Couldn't comprehend it, and it didn't even want to play along. It's like, no, you're stupid. This doesn't make any sense. I'm done with you. If they were to do it now, same thing. Wouldn't change. I'd be like, you can't take somebody's soul. Why, you're going to put a man in a coffin, and no one's going to tweet about this? No one's going to tweet the authorities, and that guy's wife isn't going to say anything? Bullshit. This is dumb. Uh, I don't like it. The Hardys do this. It works. It works for me on every single level. It's magic and I buy it and it's all okay. Because maybe it's the performer. I don't know. I can't explain it. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to take it in. Um, but the lake holds this power because in the final deletion, Jeff Hardy went into the lake and out came Willow, which is Jeff Hardy's alter ego. Where the fuck Willow came from, I have no idea. But it, you know, he arose from the lake and had an altercation with Senior Benjamin. This time, Deleter Decay, Abyss went into the lake. And out came Joseph Park. Oh, you know that I love Joseph Park if you've listened to this show in the past. And out he came in a suit. And only his shoes were really wet. He emerged dry. That's fucking amazing in and of itself. He emerges dry from the lake. Abyss went in wet. Chris, uh, Joseph Park comes out. Oh, just, just so great. And then he's, he's talking. I can't, oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's too good. It's like seeing a naked lady. You just, your brain just goes, oh, this is just the best. I hope time freezes. Uh, that he, he's talking to Senior Benjamin, looking for his brother Chris, Abyss. And uh, Senior Benjamin talks to him for a little bit, but he, he knows that anybody who comes out of that lake is a sneaky motherfucker and whack, hits him with a stun gun. So 
yeah, the, the, it just goes on and on with with crazy madness. There's the director's cut that's available on Pop TV. If you didn't know, I'm gonna post it on 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 the Facebook and all that. I haven't already because I finally got to watch it in full the other night. Um, and uh, uh, even Janice gets a role in this. Janice being Abyss's insane weapon in wrestling that I was never okay with. A big piece of wood with just nails protruding out of every side of it that can only kill people. And I think it was a long time ago that he stuck RVD with it and then RVD, it was in his back and I'm like, oh, he's dead. That's super fucked up. But now him hitting broken brother Nero in the woods, in the gut, it works. It's okay. It's okay. It's all magic. There's fucking magic on that compound and people can come back. But Senior Benjamin was taken hostage, and now this next week we're gonna see the aftermath. And oh my God, people that were wondering, I got I got some requests, wanting to know my thoughts. I love it. I'm liking a lot of wrestling right now, but this is something I love, and I can't wait to watch it again in full. It's just it's just so fucking weird. And I talked with Steve about it a little bit on Saturday. And uh, his mind was just blown. He had seen the final deletion after the fact. And then I was telling him, like, oh, there's another one, man. And he goes, what? We were talking about it. I told him about the kangaroos thing and just couldn't believe it. So to hear from him, his excitement, um, it's, just, it's just so fun. So fun. And, that, and that's what I want from wrestling. I want fun, weird shit all the time. And uh, I know there's changes going on all the time. The people are always trying to reinvent themselves. That's what the Hardys are doing. That's just an important thing to have in wrestling. What's up, Scott Nussack? What's up? Oh, did you see? Did you see? Talk about reinvention, motherfucker. Did you see that shit that went down on SmackDown Live? Hey! Oh, oh my goodness, I was talking about reinvention, and look what we got here, we got Jack Swagger, whoa, what, wait a minute, weren't you in, what was it, Philadelphia tonight, was it, was it Philly, look, it don't matter, it doesn't matter, I'm worldwide, bitch, I'm going everywhere, you see this, you see the way that I'm dressed right now, I can pop in on anything, and just raise them ratings, raise them ratings up high, uh, you, you were talking about, uh, your, Tonight on SmackDown Live, you got in the ring with Baron Corbin. That's right. You didn't see that coming. See, this show is live. SmackDown used to be taped and it's all super lame and whatever. I just sit in the back, play some video games, play some Shasta, play some, uh, play some, play some board games and stuff. You know, play Sorry, stuff like that. But now... No, SmackDown's live. See what's on Raw, and they got too much stuff going on in there. They're bringing in cruiserweights. I don't care about cruiserweights. That's no fun. So I'm like, you know what? My contract's going to expire, and I'm going to shake shit up. I'm going to put shit in the shaker and shake that shit. Um, you're going to put sh shit in a shaker and shake that shit? Shit in the shaker and shake that shit. So I did. 1201, contract expired. I hopped on the plane to the city that we recorded in and then I was on Smackdown Live I said what's up Eric Corbin what's up you, you big old ball sack and I'm like why don't you get out of the ring you, you thin and haired piece of shit you suck my dick and eat my asshole I don't think you said any of those things Jack you didn't 
You didn't say any of that. You did some catchphrases, but you weren't just swearing like a pirate the whole time. Yeah, but I was saying it in my eyes, right? Because that's like, that's like attitude era eyes is what I got right now. Because did you see what I was wearing? Like I was wearing black. You know what? I had this hat on that I got right now. And the hat was here backwards, right? Because I was gangster. Like I'm gangster now, bitch. You see that shit? Like I'm gangster in the eyes. That motherfucker be looking in my eyes, right? And Baron Corbin, I'm like, what's up, you you ball cock? You, you, like you're all balls and cock, Baron Corbin. Like you, you just some sweaty balls and cock. I'll, I'll put you in my mouth and I'll suck you off dry. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that any of this is really gangster. I think now you're just... Or just strutting in another territory. I'm like, no, bitch, bitch, you, you get your balls and cock in my mouth. I'll fucking work you. I'll fucking work you till you done, son. You spray, you spray, and then you done. I get the one, two, three, and you tap out, you, you this big old balls and cock. I'm, I'm, I'm jack you. You don't know jack because I jack you, you big balls and cock. Jack, uh, we're recording all this, and if you're trying to make yourself a new presence on SmackDown. I don't know if you want Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan hearing this. Oh, what's up? What them bitches gonna do? Daniel Bryan with his weak neck? He ain't gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna lay him down on the ground. I'm just gonna massage his body, right? I'm just gonna massage that fool. He, 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 he's not even gonna know what's happening. I'm just gonna be massaging him, massaging him until, until this ending comes. And then he's like, I can't take it anymore. And then when he's happy, he's happy because the ending came because Jack jacked him right good. Jack Swagger jacked Jack Daniel Bryan to a happy ending, you know what I'm saying? Jack, I, this is, this is, I don't know how to respond to any of this, Jack. I don't know if you know what you're saying. None of this is gangster talk. This talk is, uh, it's not even innuendo. This is heavily sexual. Oh, what are you saying? Oh, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to tell Shane McMahon? You're going to tell Shane McMahon? You're going to tell him? You're going to squeal to Shane? You're going to go, oh, Shane, oh, Shane. Oh, oh, you gonna play your song? Here comes the money. Why don't you make it rain? Why don't you make it rain? Jack Swagger make it rain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jack Swagger make it rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's not gonna rain. No money, no, no, no. It's raining gold, because Jack Swagger's gold, bitch. You're gonna be showered in gold. You're gonna have golden showers of Jack Swagger all over your face. Yeah, all up in your hair. Jack Swagger, get it in your mouth. Jack Swagger's gold. Just be pouring all up in you. That's right. My sweet, 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 sweet gold. Yeah. And my, my gold's fucking sterile, son. It is sterile, son. I get that shit in your mouth. Oh, yeah, bitch. You get my golden showers, and then I get it all over you. What you gonna do? Take a shower? You still know that it happened? Yeah, what's up? Jack, look. Okay, I know you're doing this whole gangster thing right now. But you really need to talk with someone, talk with one of the writers about what it is you're saying. This is not, these are not catchphrases and promos you want to do. What do you mean? This no good? This is no good? This is tight, son. This is tight. Because we're in this together. We the people, bitch. You know what I'm saying? We the people, bitch. Jack, I think we the people thing works great. I think people are excited to get on board with that. And put their hand over the heart. Man, I ain't putting no hand over hearts. That's a hand over a big old titty right there. I'm gonna go out in the crowd and say, We the people on this big old titty right here. Because Jack Swagger loved them titties. Whoa. Jack, real quick. You were trying to do that on SmackDown. You tried to do like a woo. You said like, and I got a smoking hot wife or something like that. I sure do. And she got a big old titty. 
Wow, wizards. Wow, woo, woo, wow, 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 wizards. Just big old titties. We the titties. I'm gonna change it to that. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna screw this people crap. That ain't no good. That ain't gangster. We the titties. And I'll, I'll put my hand over my heart, but I'll cup it a little bit so it looks like it's a titty. So then when I go to autograph signings, I'd be like, hey, it's nice to meet you. Jack, I'm gonna have to ask you to go right now. I'd be like, hey, you know, what you want to sign? What you want to sign? I can sign something for you. Jack, I, I think this is really inappropriate and you gotta get going. And then I'd be like, yo, what's up? Oh, eight by 10? Oh, how about eight by titty? How about you, you, you four ladies right up and we got an eight by titty. That's the thing right there. That's, that's merchandising. People are gonna love that. John Cena never thought of an eight by titty. Jack, look, I'm. Uh, uh, you gotta go. You gotta go. You are just burying yourself quickly. All right, all right, all right. I'll be at an autograph session. And if you see me, ladies, you just ask for that eight by titty with three of your friends, and you got that. Jack Swagger got that shit. You got that shit. You got that shit. You got that shit. Stop it. Stop it. You are spraying all over me. Get out of here. I spray in your mouth. No. Get out of here. Oh, brother. Jack Swagger, everybody. Um, I, I, have, I have high hopes for Jack, mostly because of what he provides to this show, which is endless, endless entertainment. So I hope you enjoyed the show this week. Uh, as always, I got a lot of stuff going on after Buzz TV. Like I said this week, Lauren Mayhew, the lovely Lauren Mayhew, singer, actress, uh, all sorts of stuff. A former announcer, like I said, for, for ECW. She's she's multi-talented. So go uh, check that episode out. And um, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And she was just really fun to talk to. And she has a great Vince McMahon story that she shares on the show of, of meeting him. So that is well worth checking out. Uh, on Your Mark show? Oh, t-shirts available, don't you know? ProWrestlingTees.com slash OYM show. YouTube.com slash On Your Mark show. That is, uh, I can tell you right now, leak in the news, season two has begun shooting. That's right. It's going to be a little bit till it comes out, but it has begun shooting. And the first episode in the can is hysterical. How do I know? Ah, I got an inside track. What can I say? So that, uh, you got to check that out. Check out the shirts as well. Even if you're thinking, maybe I'm not going to buy a shirt, go check it out. Take a look-see. I think you'll be thrilled with what you see there. Um, also, Fox Sports Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Alexa Blist was on the show. Uh, we got some CWC coverage coming up this week. Dale Rutledge is down in Florida talking to the winner, the up and, no, not the up-and-comer, the runner-up. There we go. <laughs> Moron. Um. Is going to be doing all that. We've got that coverage coming. I know I'm going to be going to Bound for Glory in a couple weeks, and we plan on getting some interviews down there with some of the TNA guys. Could it be a Hardy? I don't know. Oh, my God, if it were, it'd be pretty ecstatic. But we're, we're very excited to be going down there for that show and to uh, hopefully do some interviews down there. So got to be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, just, just big stuff going on each and every week. So all your support is uh, always appreciated, you know, Rate and review on iTunes, that helps out a lot. And uh, following on the Twitter, sometimes with the live events. And, uh, you know, checking out the Facebook for stuff here and there. So, yeah, hope to have some more stuff soon for you guys. And uh, just enjoying my week. And go enjoy you some Delete or Decay. I'm Scott Narver. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! <laughs>